0: This is Saturday Morning
1: Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace.
0: What up, party people? Welcome back to Saturday Morning Mysteries, crime caper episode version thing. We're your hosts, I'm Grace.
1: I'm Alexis.
0: And we're super stoked that you're here for some bonus content in which we discuss some funny crime caper stories. Uh we also have tune tangents, which are just us talking about cartoons. These yep. are us telling crime capers are us telling funny crime stories. Um and today we have some from Alexis. uh So I'm very excited about. And we do want to <laughs> preempt this both with um perhaps and I guess I don't know how graphic or anything it's going to be perhaps trigger warning of these are one of them at least has to do with a murder. Two Two have to do with murder. And we want to say up front of, yeah, one, so you know if you're not coming in ready and expecting that. But um, in these, we obviously are here to make fun of the dumb criminals. We're not, you know, and because we deal with these hard subjects with humor, not just about crime, but like anything in life, we deal with it with humor personally. When when
1: things are tough to talk about, just laugh Mm -hmm. at them instead.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's our coping mechanism. uh, And that we, yeah, are laughing at the perpetrator, not the yes. victims, the victims' yes. families, anyone impacted by it, except for the dumbass who did it, maybe.
1: And as you'll hear, the mention of murder, it's its pretty minimal, because as Grace said, we're focusing on the criminal, the culprit, not so much on the crime they caused, but their way almost of getting out of that crime. Um, so just, yeah, I wanted to give that mm. little bit of a disclaimer. We are obviously always respectful or we tr- <laughs> We try to we try. be respectful. We <laughs> try our absolute best. And uh-huh. so this is us being respectful and giving that warning ahead of time. Yes. And so if you're laughing in between certain words or certain stories here, just remember yep. we warned you. We warned you.
0: Uh-huh. This is our disclaimer. Uh, and with that, uh, I have no idea what you're going to tell me about today. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to mostly focus on like more kind of court proceedings, obviously. Mm-hmm. but obviously the you know the crimes are very important to those proceedings. I'm gonna talk about a few today. And I guess if there was one way I could describe this like crime caper episode, it would be like defective defenses. (laughs) So essentially someone causes a crime. And and I should I should preface that too by saying not defective defenses and maybe the most literal terms for any actual lawyers listening, (laughs) but more so because that is like an actual legal defense. Mm, I was gonna ask not a legal defense, a legal principle where yeah, like, oh no, the way you proclaim this defense is defective. No, no, no. These are really just dumb defenses, like people using really dumb excuses to try to get away with um, either horrible or just pretty, pretty crappy, shitty crimes. So I've got a few here I'm going to talk about. I won't start off with the murder one. I'll actually start off with the maybe slightly more lighthearted one. And, And Grace, you'll perhaps enjoy this a little okay. bit more than others because it's somewhere kind of near your area of the country a bit there's, oh
0: um i mean there's a lot of also murder up here just in general a lot of serial yeah. killers come from the northwest oh so, gosh uh,
1: oh man well perhaps uh perhaps the perpetrator in this uh or perpetrator in this story was can uh or yeah, confused for one of those serial killers. So anyway, yes, I got this from an article entitled Portland, Oregon man tased five times while holding Kung Fu DVDs awarded (laughs) $250,000. So yes, a man holding Kung Fu DVDs was tased five times. And this is an article by Maxine Bernstein. I believe it's from Oregon Live.
0: Okay,
1: And it's a bit of an older case. So what happened was in 2008, there was a Portland police officer doing his usual late night routes. He was walking the streets around like one in the morning and he saw a group of people uh, spray painting or like tagging mm-hmm. the top of a building. Okay. And you know, he began chase. He gets out of his car and starts chasing them. Uh-huh. It's pretty empty street. it's late at night. And this other man happens to also be walking down the same street. As uh, the police officer is giving chase, Uh and I guess yes, uh oh indeed, he got confused Mm. and he
0: uh, tased this guy. The the cop got confused and tased this man on the street.
1: On the street, yes, he tased this man uh, five times in total, and you know, you know, pushed his face into the ground, shoved him down, all of that. This guy was like very heavily bruised, lacerated, and again, tased five times. Like that's very dangerous. Yeah. Um. Turns out this man, it was just an innocent bystander leaving, I believe it was like a local bar or like maybe a bowling alley or something with friends that night. And Uh um, he happened to just run into that, that cop on his way home. He was a little, he maybe had a few drinks, so you know, but hey, it's a free country. We're, right, we're allowed exactly. to go out and have a few drinks on the weekend. Yeah. And go and, walk yeah, be, home safely. Exactly. And it all happened so quickly. Apparently as he's walking, like he sees a flashlight saying freeze and he turns around and starts running because it's late at night. He didn't yeah. know who the hell was telling him to freeze. Right. And I would next also thing he's turning around immediately. I was I was like, like, exactly. Nope, but you. I'm out. I would be a little scared. And like you said, uh, in Oregon, there's unfortunately like a lot of murder out there, a lot of serial killers. You don't just like stop for anyone in the yeah. middle of the street at one in the morning, especially if you've uh-huh. had a couple of drinks. Like, no, yeah. get out of there, get to safety. Mm-hmm. So, yes, as it turns out, this uh, is a constitutional violation. Mm-hmm. This is definitely an excessive force uh, force case.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, the city of Portland did have to uh, end up defending, I should say, the police officer in court against federal authorities or, you know, federal uh, prosecutors. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they kind of questioned this unfortunate bystander about, you know, mm-hmm. kind of as a defense on behalf like of the, the police officer. the city the, was
0: questioning the de- yeah, yes, defense of the so cop.
1: The okay. city, yes, in defense of the cop, the city was asking whether the man's collection of kung fu DVDs may have played a role <laughs> in though his resistance <laughs> arrest from the authorities like um, hey man i don't know you collect kung fu dvds and i think it may have said somewhere in the article that he actually was like he had them with him maybe i don't know so but like, regardless they like found out that this guy had an obsession <laughs> with kung fu movies and they're like ha huh. so that's why he was risking arrest and that's why this wasn't actually an excessive force I mean, case even though this is totally not the perpetrator whatsoever
0: also like <laughs> i'm just picturing like were, was the defense like, did they have a Kung Fu like DVD from Blockbuster that they like? <laughs> one they either like put in the like wheeled out tv yeah. <laughs> to, like, look at what they do in pop movies or two did they like take one and like cut it like a ninja star to be like it was a weapon see like, it's dangerous DVD, yeah, yeah so, right. like
1: a little bit of both he he was interested in turning his dvds into weapons and <laughs> studying his dvds to make himself a weapon,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: himself a weapon. Mm. no no it was obviously neither well okay so I I don't know if they like actually wheeled in or like played any of the movies. Yeah. For like the jury to uh-huh. like actually look like, oh, I don't know, this mm. is pretty violent. This if I watch this, I too would also resist I right. would uh, resist uh, arrest. Also, though, uh-huh. if I was a jury
0: member, I'd be like, fuck yeah, yeah, like put that movie on. That's so I much know. more fun than this shit. Jet
1: Lee, I love Jet Lee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Turn it up. This is my favorite scene. Yeah. Is that <laughs> they, Jackie like, Chan? It, Hell yeah. They
1: put it in the jury instructions. If you think that Jackie Chan deserved an Oscar for this role, then <laughs> you must find that he's you must find. exactly. It uh-huh. was so Oh, it was so realistic you how like could you not be inspired to the inspired? jury
0: room and it's a bunch of adults just like practicing kung fu and, like nunchuck moves <laughs> yeah. like children because they're like this guy's clearly innocent but like they need we need to buy some time let's like yeah so we're we like gonna more- need
1: a couple more days to deliberate on this one? <laughs> we need more kung
0: fu movies and popcorn yeah please more popcorn and also some
1: Sprite. If you've got any, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, the jury, obviously though, they were not buying it. Um, as I said before, the city did have to pay up like almost a quarter million dollars. Yeah, or... yeah. Yeah. Good. Right. Um, because yeah, the jury probably actually, they were also fans of at least a few Kung Fu movies. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see the actual makeup or the jury pool. Mm and who was on there but if it was a bunch of like uh i guess gen x uh men or whatever because this was back in 2008 oh, yeah. so, you know like like some 20 or like 30 year old men like something tells me that yeah they were not gonna buy that defense whatsoever from yeah the city or even that like they, insinuation like, went home so that and one also didn't work
0: kung fu collections because <laughs> yeah, like, they were like oh mm, i can get tried <laughs> for that can't you get know. in
1: trouble yeah. get me locked up who knew um yeah and had me worried too because i definitely Watched a decent amount of kung fu movies growing up, so yes. I was like, Am I gonna hurt someone?
0: <laughs> Do I have the power is, of material? Is hidden this how fist? it works?
1: Yes, oh, god.
0: also, like my then side reaction is like, Oh, god, in one of my Dungeons and Dragons campaigns, I play a monk. Am I a, a kung fu master? Yeah. Like, you know, I is play one fun? on a tabletop role playing game. It's very yeah, yeah,
1: very different from wow. even watching a professional one but yeah. yeah hey it's like that argument video games make you violent oh, i guess Yep, kung it's, fu movies too, know, too apparently this, this was taking it to a little bit of a extra a level desperate though. level
0: <laughs> i would call that a desperate defense not even just a defective defense. defective
1: yeah desperate actually you're right damn yeah. you're like you're naming my episodes better than you know, i can
0: <laughs> i did toss toss and get actually, into law school
1: and then no, not go so true this <laughs> is true a and actually, yeah, now that now that you mentioned it, I kind of like desperate a little bit more for all of these. So, boom, right there. I'm desperate, stealing desperate your idea. Defense. But I'm it like it was mine until people get this far in the video and realize that it was totally yours. So. <laughs>
0: Great.
1: Desperate right. defense. It's so, next desperate
0: defense. For another
1: desperate defense that unfortunately involves murder, mm-hmm. but the culprit, the murderer was way too desperate trying to get himself out of this one. Okay. It comes from an article that is entitled The Obesity Defense Fails. Too fat to kill, defendant convicted. <laughs> so, in this case, uh, the defendant was arguing, uh, the defendant, he was a 299 pound man. Okay. He was arguing that he was too fat to have committed a murder. <laughs> and unsurprisingly, he lost. Yeah. <laughs> and so, this is from an ABC News article. Um, Again, an older case. I believe it happened in like 2009 or something. Mm -hmm. So the article is from like 2011. So, and this actually, Grace is going to combine, combine a little bit of funness from your previous episode. Uh This man happened to be from Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I did not do that intentionally, but I was like, well, now that I know he's from Florida, I have to include this case here. Uh So he was found guilty on murder and weapons charges for the homicide of his former son son-in-law Shit. and so his former son-in-law he had just ended a like or just settled a very bitter divorce with his mm. uh, with the assailants or the criminals daughter daughter so perhaps some bad blood there mm-hmm. um so this guy he's from florida but the man that he killed actually lived in new jersey so he Ew. drove 21 he hours tra- yeah cross state lines drove 21 hours oh. apparently like through the night to new jersey um like knocked on his door had to like chase him up the stairs and everything and shot him like five times to- or several times
0: i so got he actually run funded. up the stairs but he couldn't kill someone <laughs> well that's that's what we're
1: gonna say but, or that's that's what his defense attorney is gonna get into okay so his attorney argued that hey this guy he's nearly 300 pounds he's only 5 8 so actually he's like shorter than me or yeah. he's like somewhere between you and my height yeah, so actually, yeah, yeah. not that between. tall almost 300 pounds. He was close to 60 years old or maybe a little over 60 years old. The defense attorney, he's like, come on.
0: (laughs) Also that like, was this tried then in New Jersey? Um, Oh, it was.
1: Yes. Yes. So this is a New Jersey uh New Jersey Supreme Court I believe mm. who are they're the ones who are you know appealing and everything yeah yeah because I'm Supreme also just court. imagining
0: that like the Jersey accent like come on, <laughs> come, on. come on it's like
1: that's kind of why I threw that in there <laughs> come yeah. on the um because yeah I believe that his attorney is also from New Jersey <laughs> yep. um and yeah so literally the dude's attorney I don't think he said this part in court I think he said it in an interview because this guy was doing like a whole press circuit right apparently like he was talking to people on like the Today Show and oh all these other like daytime television yeah. talk shows and news shows. And so in an interview, his attorney was literally like, come on, you, you look at him and you don't need to hear it from a doctor. Like, no. <laughs> terrible is that also like rude and and, and, yeah rude to the client although I'm sure the client was totally fine with him going out there and saying this but also very rude to like overweight people it's like assuming that they are not physically capable (laughs) of doing things like I've seen overweight uh, overweight people I don't even know if you can call it that but like do amazing things like way better than I can do cartwheels like like, like, gymnastics fat
0: shaming. yeah exactly that his argument was fat shaming. Um,
1: and so apparently, though, this guy, he did have some military experience, but his attorney then pressed against that as well, saying, oh, come on. He, he worked like a desk job. He did like <laughs> IT work or like technology and linguistic stuff. And so, I mean, okay, like, I do come on. That. come on. I know you just always imagine like, God, with everything this oh, attorney like, is saying. Yeah. Oh, come <laughs> on. Yeah, come on. So essentially, yeah, this attorney is just like, This guy is literally physical and capable of driving for 21 hours straight running up a few stairs, shooting with precision too. Like he shot like mm. all very accurate shots. Like, yeah, look at him. He can't do that. And also he has an alibi. So apparently he told his sister or he called her on the phone saying, um, you know, after the murder happened, like retracing the steps and like the time frame of all of it, I guess. Cause oh that's God. the first thing you should get on the phone and do. Confess. No, and confess, if there
0: are criminals out there, yes, that is the first thing you should do. Yes. Criminals get, confess, get yes. it off your soul
1: yes. with someone who you really trust. Like your sister, tell your sister and I, your I promise most you gossipy
0: friend. Yes. Ooh. And
1: I, pr- well, yeah, or, or maybe not even your most gossipy friend. Just tell anyone who you trust the most, because I promise you the FBI will not have a wiretap on your phone when you do that.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> this guy thought he was getting off clean that he trusted his sister nothing would go wrong and he did and i don't think she she she, she did actually lie to the police mm. so i don't think she's the one who ratted him out he ratted himself out because turns out they had a wiretap on his phone already they had already suspected him probably because of that bitter divorce between his daughter right. and the guy that he killed he so there is was already a
0: link open threats perhaps yeah
1: yeah And I'm sure that there was some like CCTV video somewhere like this is post 9-11 in New Jersey. I don't know where exactly in New Jersey, how close to New York it was, but Local security, like there yeah. are cameras at like every traffic light, just about in bigger yeah. cities. So like this guy, it would not be hard to track him down
0: and, and find even, out like, that he's a
1: leading suspect.
0: Toll roads once you get into the northeast, like exactly. Yeah, especially
1: po- coming poxed. from Florida, you have to go through several, several <laughs> toll road toll roads. Um, so yeah, thankfully the jury they did not fall for any of these arguments Good. from the fast talking New Jersey lawyer about him being too <laughs> That they believed his sister that she uh that she actually came forward and said she lied to the police mm. because the brother, the murderer, told her to. Mm. So they believed the sister. They did not believe the attorney or yeah. the man's physical whatever ability or yeah. inability. Uh-huh to make this murder. So look, if you're out there, whether you're skinny, whether you're fat, it doesn't matter. The law will find you. <laughs> and I jur- say, you jury- can do anything like murder. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Well, no. that too. Yeah. Like, no, Please no. Don't agree I mean, you're capable of it. Don't do it. But okay, I'm saying, yeah, don't act like your, your skinniness, like, Oh, I was too frail or right. your overweightness. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm too unhealthy. Like, no, no, Anyone. people are capable of a lot of things Murders
0: <laughs> in all shapes and sizes.
1: Exactly.
0: Wow. All right. So. Let's hear the next desperate defense.
1: Yeah, so the next Desperate Defense, and this is the last one, and okay. this one is a bit of a, dooze, a doozy. So okay. it involves a, just the most beautiful blending of criminal and civil law. Mm-hmm. Uh, a crime occurred, and then a civil lawsuit initiated after it. So we're going to talk a little bit about both here. Cool. The title,
0: you, yeah. before you launch into it, for listeners who aren't lawyers or maybe super into true crime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Say what the difference between crime and civil. Yes.
1: So essentially, when you think of crime, you're thinking of, you know, murder, theft. It's something that will put you behind bars or you'll have to pay like a ridiculous fine of some sort. It's when prosecutors or the state or the city the government is the one charging you for some violation, either a misdemeanor or a Mm -hmm. felony that could get you some amount of jail time. Whereas on the other side, you have civil law, which is more like laws against, like, between man to man or like society, not so much laws uh, or uh, breaking laws against the state, but more so like against your neighbor or something. So that's more like um, contract disputes. There can be civil trespass rather than criminal trespass. Mm. There can be... Like
0: every um, Judge Judy episode is a civil... Yeah, thing.
1: negligence, yeah. stuff like that, products, liability. So like if you buy a new laptop and it explodes when you open it, that's going to be a civil thing, not a criminal thing. Well, I guess maybe down the road, it could be criminal depending yeah, on depending. what the company... Yeah, but for the most <laughs> part, yeah. So there are these two separate bodies of law. Um, in civil cool. cases, it's like a regular citizen bringing a lawsuit against another Another regular citizen, citizen. the government, the state is not involved besides the fact that a judge, a court is listening to the case. So that's, that's the difference there. In this case, okay. like I said, started criminal and then worked its way into a civil proceeding afterwards. But the title of the article that I got this from is called A Kidnapper Sues Hostages Says <laughs> They Had a Deal. <laughs> in, the, in the byline or whatever, is Can There Be No Trust Between a Kidnapper and His Hostages? <laughs> And so this is from a combined CBS News and uh, Associated Press article. Again, another another older case. I wanted to save this one for last because it is like super funny. Even though, wow. again, I apologize. It does involve murder, but the culprit, the criminal, was just so dumb and so desperate and trying to get, trying to win something in all of this, all of this awfulness of you know situations what that he they caused. Yeah. Yes. So a man in Kansas, he held a couple of hostage in their home while he was fleeing from authorities who were looking to question him about the beating death of a Colorado man. And so, so he was being chased by the police and just like last time, cross state lines. Never cross, don't do not do that. I don't do kill that. anyone. And then if you do yeah. immediately turn yourself in. Yes. Do not flee and definitely do not cross state mm-hmm. lines. That's Never good. So, um, again, this was in 2009, uh, when all of this happened. And so as he's trying to escape the police, he bursts into this couple's room or into this couple's home and he freaks him out, but he's like, Hey, hey! I'll pay you like whatever amount of money you want. If you just let me hide out in your house for like, a be bit, cool. be cool. It's good. Don't worry about this gun and this knife that I'm waving around. And the fact that obviously there are sirens. Yeah, there are sirens coming down your street right now. Just let me hide here, please. No questions asked. But the couple did agree probably because like i said this guy clearly had weapons on him crazy. and was like frantic yeah. and crazy and looked like he could do some more harm right. um and so this guy he ended up just actually chilling at their house <laughs> like the neighbors were saying that he was in there watching movies eating snacks just like actually what sounds like a dope like thursday evening <laughs> <or> <laughs> like, to go back. yeah you know, got a nice shower in. and yeah he like actually fell asleep um I'm not sure if he like fell asleep on the couch or like in a guest room <laughs> or whatever but like thankfully he fell asleep because the couple was able to escape unharmed and they did the absolute right thing and immediately turned him in and we're like yeah he's there go he is. please get him out of our house right now mm-hmm, <laughs> and smart. so he was eventually apprehended again because the couple did the right thing there yeah. And uh had an 11-year prison sentence. So actually, he probably like just got out because again, this was like 2009. Hope he's not listening. Um, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Hey, that's today. We're not saying names here. And I actually (laughs) don't even. I don't think the article even said his name. So this is good for all of us. Maybe he's like getting his five seconds of fame or whatever. Uh Um. And so yeah, he uh he's in. He gets his 11 years, and (laughs) while he's in prison, the couple. They decide to sue him for trespassing in their house. As I said before, there can be like a civil trespass and a criminal trespass. Mm -hmm. In this case, they were civilly uh, or in civil court suing him for trespass and also for something that's called um, intentional infliction of emotional distress. I mean, I won't I won't get into Mm -hmm. it, but yes, essentially they're saying, hey, this dude like freaked us out. He knew he would and he did. So Mm -hmm. give us some money (laughs) and so the guy who we will now call the defendant because he is now being sued the defendant rather than being like all right let's go i'll see you in court he um he counterclaimed which essentially means that he didn't just respond to their lawsuit exactly he sued them back in response saying that the couple breached the oral contract <laughs> between the two parties that they would not give him up and let him hide in their house as he was on the lam from the law <laughs> and so he sued them for like almost $250,000 partially to pay for the hospital bills that resulted from him being shot by police while he was being chased and then probably also from like loss of income or whatever from being locked up from a crime that he occurred and deserved to be or that he committed yeah Uh this is all your fault like dude you dug your grave you're now sleeping in it (laughs) um yeah so real quick we're gonna talk about contract law we're gonna leave all the criminal stuff behind we're gonna talk about contracts because this is also the area of the law that I'm more interested in rather than crime and like the sad criminal, yeah. depressing criminal stuff right so one of the main elements or like requirements of forming a contract is a little thing called a meeting of the minds Or in other words, like the parties getting into a contract, so say you have A and B, they want to get into a contract. Mm -hmm. Well, they have to like mutually agree on all of the terms Uh. and like how much money someone's going to pay you and like what they're paying you for, you know, the Mm -hmm. basic, the basic subject matter of the contract. And. A funny thing about mutually agreeing is that you cannot legally mutually agree if you are under duress or if you have been coerced or if you're like mentally incapacitated. Capacitated? Capacitated? Yes. Yeah. So like
0: so, someone coming in with weapons and maybe blood all over and them, like, and them and sirens behind like holding a t-
1: knife to your yeah. face
0: or something
1: and being chased by police. Like, yeah. yeah, agreeing with that is akin to just agreeing with someone literally po- pointing a gun right, to your right, head and saying, hey, distress. sign this piece of paper. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. First, first big red X for this dude trying to bring a contract case. Another quick note is that uh, there are these things called void and voidable contracts. So a void contract is a contract that was never enforceable because it essentially is like a contract to do something illegal or like literally impossible. So it's like, hey, let's get it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. Like, let's get into a contract to harbor a fugitive. No, a court is never going to, like, allow you to enforce that contract be like, because oh, it's straight great. up a crime. Or like, hey, let's get into a contract. I'll pay you to go collect every single moon rock off of the moon and bring it down here. Like, no, a court's not going to you enforce you that because it's it. literally right. impossible. Okay. Right. Um, That's what you so- think. Yeah. So even from the jump, if we are going to assume that there was some sort of mutual agreement on the terms, right? Like, you're getting into a contract to do a totally illegal thing thing? (laughs) so it's never going to be enforced Uh look i I could keep going on and on about how this contract was just clearly unenforceable it wasn't even in writing which which actually surprising like the fact that it wasn't in writing is probably the least like the the smallest issue with the contract yeah like he actually if it wasn't for an illegal act he might have gotten away with this oral contract this is one of the ones that des- doesn't necessarily fall under what's called a statute of frauds which is like a mm. statute of like a list of contracts that have to be in writing to be oh, enforced okay. luckily for him this one wouldn't have been in there if he wasn't asking them to commit a crime yeah in the contract. and putting them under
0: duress so, cetera, exactly
1: all those small details Other things so clearly uh this did not work out the couple immediately was like, "Uh, no, we want to move to dismiss all of his claims. And the judge against was like, us. done. Yeah, done. Like, come on, dude, no contract here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and wow. again, yeah. So I guess that guy, he actually might be out of prison now because 2009. So that would have been 2020, I guess, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That he would have gotten out, assuming that they didn't call that um, breach of contract suit like bad behavior or something, and like tack on a few more years. Yeah. Like, what the hell? No, keep, keep him, keep him locked up. He's a menace to society.
0: <laughs> wow, that I love that one. Also, because like I'm again just pick a, it helps me to visualize for certain aspects that I'm imagining. Like, pardon me, like in mm-hmm. prison or jail or whatever. He's there, he's he's complaining to a cellmate or someone like, man, like they're suing me for X, Y, and Z. And then there's like the one person in jail who thinks that because they've had to go to court a bunch that like they're an expert they on know. the law yeah. and they're <laughs> like, bro, I got you like go with this you. contract defense. And then said, you know, our original defendant and criminal like calls up their lawyer and was like, how about this? And the lawyer's like, are you fucking kidding are you me? <laughs>
1: yeah i will add none of the articles that i read about this like they never had any quotes from an attorney like it it seemed like this guy was representing himself so this was a pro se defendant so he probably just like exactly uh there's a common phrase that lawyers use saying a lawyer who represents himself has an idiot for a client <laughs> and that honestly goes it's for like no. anyone, like yeah, it, any person represent who yourself. represents mm-hmm. themselves has an idiot for a client, and especially in this case when it's. I mean, I guess it's not a criminal case, but, but still. he is a criminal. Like you don't have the best resources. Like I know they yeah. are, there are some like law books and libraries in some prisons and whatnot, but yeah. like, dude, like. I guess actually that's that's why he didn't have one. If it was if it was related to his criminal case, then the state would have to give him. You know, you have the right to an attorney, obviously yeah. for criminal stuff. But he was like, "No, I'm going civil, civil on this. I can do this myself." Because dude in the commissary said, "Yeah, man, they made an oral contract with you. You, 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 <laughs> you good? You can hit him up for breach of contract. You know."
0: <laughs> well, also, so maybe maybe for a future crime caper, I'll do some fun stories about. um, Uh uh serial killers who try who were their own lawyers oh yeah oh that'd be because yes. it happens. and the I second bet. that like one a lot of them will like not a lot i mean whatever many of them have like repeatedly fired multiple lawyers and or just gone in straight for the i will defend myself moment yeah. and it's yeah. both a sign in you know a lot of their cases on the psychology side of things uh not psychologists by the way everyone but like you know a deep sign of like narcissism and that type of stuff of the like I'm smarter than everyone else but also like just getting into some of that like defense just yeah just never do it anyone like Uh, you're not Bundy
1: do that or yeah I'm
0: I'm pretty sure that he's one of the ones who had and um yeah y'all Especially when it comes to things like that, like, you're not going to go up against, like, one, yeah, if you're a lawyer, you know not to do that. But two, if you're someone, yeah, like Ted Bundy and you're going up against, like, criminal defense lawyers and pr- mm-hmm. prosecutors. Either from, like, the
1: Department of Justice or from, like, the State Attorney General's Office yeah, or something. you're not going like, to win. Yeah, no, yeah.
0: They're going to get you in, like, three questions. Like, yeah. you dumbass. Yeah, And, and like,
1: they have the manpower to, like, go through discovery, like, get all of these documents and whatnot and, like, have people review everything, whereas... Right, like, there's a reason
0: a lot of them, like, in undergrad studied, like, drama and theater, like... They know yeah. how to make a show of you, or like philosophy and outthink you. Like, mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, that'll be a future mm-hmm. crime caper. I'll tell some yes. stories from those. Yes, moments. I would love that. Yes. Yeah. So, moral uh, of the story, out.
1: y'all: don't commit a crime. But yeah. if you do, do not get desperate. Or... Don't cross
0: state lines. <laughs> yeah. If, don't yeah. Get definitely.
1: Don't get desperate with your defenses. Yeah. The jury will laugh at you. I mean, uh do, do yeah. not get embarrassed in front of a jury of your peers. Yeah, <laughs> Don't just do it. It's going to be on the news.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay. and then people like us will laugh about you. Mm-hmm. On in a public setting, uh and um and you know what they also can't sue us for defamation for laughing at them because we never said their names so like mm-hmm, you won't true. be able to bring a stupid civil and suit against us
1: because we're also just i mean we're just reporting on already existing reporting yeah so and it's all public record too these were all real court cases yep. so and you know what are y'all what do we up.
0: have if there's no trust between a hostage and their captors
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> nothing it's almost like we what's love nothing. got to do with it <laughs> what's
0: uh Much what if that were one of house. us? <laughs> <laughs> Before we started, that's Bird yeah, that. was I'm singing that. Alexis was singing that. It's a good so. song. And <laughs> what it's <if>? Sunday,
1: okay? Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> what if. What if there was trust between kidnappers and hostages? Is, How and much different have? would this world be now? It's wow, actually. Mean. Oh boy. they're, they're oh, okay. We're not going to, we're about to go <laughs> All off right, a clip. We're going to end this
0: episode <laughs> we're here. We're going to end right there. Yep. All right. Yes. Like, subscribe and tune in this Saturday for a full episode of uh, Saturday Morning Mysteries. And um, bye. Bye.